Are you ready to transform your child's emotional chaos into a symphony of calm? In today's episode of the Get Positively Inspired podcast, we're not just talking about emotional intelligence, we're cultivating it in our children, one mindful moment at a time. I am Sai Gonzalez, your daily mindfulness coach. Now let's turn those parenting struggles into a garden of growth together. As your mindfulness coach, with a deep passion for nurturing inner growth in individuals and families, I'm thrilled to have you join me for the second part of our meaningful exploration this week. Our current theme is Mindful Parenting, Fostering Emotional Intelligence in Children. And today, we're unfolding the petals of part two, aptly titled, Cultivating Emotional Intelligence in Children Through Mindfulness. If by any chance you've turned in and missed our first encounter, I warmly encourage you to pause here. Go back and immerse yourself in part one of our discussion. It's like preparing the soil before planting seeds. You'll understand the depth and richness of where and what we're about to delve into much more fully. In this episode, we're moving from the solid ground of understanding into the garden of action. It's not just about knowing what emotional intelligence is. It's about nurturing it step by step in the hearts and minds of our children. We're going to explore how with the gentle reign of mindfulness, we can help our little ones bloom into emotionally savvy beings, ready to ride the waves of their feelings with grace and courage. Picture this. Emotional intelligence is like a tree that we want to grow strong and healthy in our children's inner gardens. This tree needs good soil, sunlight, and water to thrive. In the same way, our children need understanding, practice, and support to develop their emotional smarts. Mindfulness is the sunshine and water for this growth. When we're mindful, we're like gardeners paying close attention to what our plants need. We notice if they need more water, more kindness. We see if they're getting enough light, enough joy, and we're there to protect them from storms, to teach them how to handle tough times. In our time together today, we'll be the gardeners of our children's emotional landscapes. We'll learn how to help them spot the different emotions that pop up like weeds or flowers. We'll discover how to sit with them, just like we might sit with by a tree, and watch it sway in the wind without trying to change it. This is how we show our kids that all feelings are okay, and that they have the strength to face them, just like a tree stands strong in a breeze or wind. So, let's get our gardening gloves on and be ready to nurture emotional wisdom in our children with every mindful movement we share with them. This isn't a whimsical tale. It's the real transformative journey of mindful parenting. And as we move forward, remember, we're not just teaching our children, we're learning right alongside them every single day. Now, Let's begin to plant these seeds of awareness together. Imagine you walk into a room where a warm, gentle light 
wraps around you like a soft blanket. This light doesn't come from a lamp or the sun, but from the way people in the room treat each other. That's what we aim for in creating a home where everyone feels safe to express their feelings. Like having a family flashlight that helps us see in the dark moments of our emotions. As parents, we're like gardeners and our home is the greenhouse. We tend to the little sprouts, our kids, by providing the right soil and sunshine, which in this case means love, understanding, and the right amount of space to grow. And just like plants lean towards the sun, children lean towards the emotional climate we set at home. When we show how to take deep breaths before answering a tough question, or how to hug instead of shout when we're upset, we're teaching our children a secret dance to manage their emotions. They'll remember this dance when they're away from us, maybe at a school or with friends, and that's how they'll lead their own steps through life's tricky tunes. Now, let's think about mindfulness like a treasure chest of games. <coughs> These are special games that help children learn about the world inside them, their thoughts, feelings, and all the wonders of their minds. For our little ones, this could mean listening to the sound of a bell and imagining they're like detectives, noticing every tiny detail until the sound disappears. Or we can play a game of freeze dance with emotions, where they dance when the music plays and freeze when it stops, showing on their faces what feeling matches the music. Older kids can go on a thought safari, where they watch their thoughts like animals at the zoo, without touching or feeding them, just observing them with curiosity. And why not make a habit of sharing three roses, good things, and a thorn, a challenge, from their day at dinner time? These games weave mindfulness into the very fa fabric of their play and learning. It's like mixing veggies into a tasty smoothie. They get the good stuff without even knowing it's there. In these sections, we've added new colors and tools to our parenting palette. Remember, it's not about being perfect. It's about being present. So take these ideas, adapt them to the unique painting of your family life, and watch the picture of emotional intelligence come to life, brushstroke by brushstroke. Just as the sun gives warmth to the earth, empathy and compassion are the sunshine that warms our hearts. Teaching children about empathy is like planting seeds in a garden. We don't just plant them and walk away. We water them, we make sure they have enough sun, and we protect them from weeds. In the same way, we nurture empathy by giving children chances to care for others and notice how people feel. Picture a game where children step into someone else's shoes, maybe even literally. They might ask, how would I feel if I were the new kid at school? Or what if I were the one who scraped my knee? This is like trying on different hats to see how they fit, except it's about feelings, not hats. Kindness is a muscle, and every time kids do something nice for someone else, 
that muscle gets stronger. It can be as simple as sharing a toy or drawing a picture for a friend who's sad. Think of it as a kindness workout. The more they practice, the better they get at understanding and sharing the feelings of others. Now, let's talk about discipline. It's not about telling kids what they can't do, but teaching them what they can do. It's like when you're learning to ride a bike. Someone runs alongside you, holding on to the back, ready to let go when you find your balance. That's what mindful discipline is about, helping children find their balance between right and wrong. In this approach, we talk about positive discipline. Imagine a garden again. We want to guide the growing plants with the stakes and strings, not by cutting them down. So when a child makes a mistake, we don't just say no or stop. We show them another way to go, a path that's safe and good for them. For example, instead of um, time out for arguing, we might have a peace corner where they can go to calm down and think about how they can speak kindly. It's not about punishment, but about understanding the why behind actions and making better choices next time. In this space, children learn that actions have consequences, but they are taught with this gentle hand, not with anger. It's about learning, not about losing, turning mistakes into lessons, not just losses. By weaving empathy, compassion, and positive discipline into the fabric of our daily lives, we're giving our children tools that will help them build a house of wisdom brick by brick. A house where they can live with understanding, respect, and love for themselves and others. Think of resilience like a tree that can bend in a strong wind, but doesn't break. Just like trees, kids can learn to sway with the breezes of life, the challenges without snapping. We can teach them how by being there, like the soil and the sun, offering support and love. One way we help kids become strong like this is by showing them how to handle tough times. Imagine they are building a tower of blocks and it topples over. Instead of getting upset, we encourage them to take a deep breath, maybe even laugh a bit and start over. We can say, oops, big tumble. What's another way we can build it? This teaches them that it's okay when things don't go as planned. There is always a new way to try. And then there's the growth mindset, which is all about believing that you can always learn and grow. It's like when you learn to tie your shoes. At first, it's hard and your fingers get all tangled up. But with practice, you get better. When kids learn that making mistakes is part of learning, not a dead-end street, they become more willing to try, even when it's hard. As we journey together on this mindful parenting path, it can be helpful to have a map. That's where books come in. Think of them as guides that offer us new ideas and tools. For instance, No Drama Discipline by Daniel J. Siegel and Tina Payne, 
No Drama Discipline is like a treasure map to help parents and kids find calm. It shows us the secret paths in our brains that can lead to peace instead of tantrums. It's like learning to be a brain detective, finding clues for cooperation and kindness. Then there is Raising an Emotionally Intelligent Child by John Gottman, <clears throat> which is like a cookbook for emotions. It gives us recipes for conversations and activities that can help kids understand their feelings. Just like following steps in a recipe to bake a cake, this book guides us through steps to help children deal with anger, sadness, and joy. This book are not just stories. They are tools that can help us build a happy home where everyone feels understood and ready to grow. As we draw the curtain for our time together today, imagine your journey of mindful parenting as tending to a garden, a place where each child, like a unique flower, needs attention, care, and love to thrive. Throughout our conversations, we've explored the rich soil of emotional intelligence and discovered how to nurture our children's hearts and minds. From setting the emotional tone in our homes to introducing our little ones to the beauty of mindfulness, we've laid the foundation for growth. We've learned that empathy and compassion are the sunshine and rain that help kindness blossom. And that mindful discipline is like the gentle pruning that guides, not hurts, helping children strong and resilient. In building this resilience, we've armed our children with the tools to face life's storms. By teaching them that challenges are but stepping stones, we foster in them a growth mindset, one that sees not yet instead of can't. These lessons, like seeds planted with intention, will one day bloom into wisdom and strength. And let's not forget the books we've shared no drama discipline and raising an emotionally intelligent child. These are your watering cans of garden tools, providing insights and techniques to deepen your practice and understanding. I encourage you to drink deeply from these wells of knowledge. You can find them in the notes here on the podcast. Remember, the art of mindful parenting is going and going, ongoing, a dance of presence and love that continues even after our conversation ends. It's about being really there in the day, in the messiness and the joy, the tears and the laughter. It's about showing up day after day with a heart willing to listen and arms ready to embrace. Take these moments, these practices, and let them guide you as you walk alongside your children, holding their hands, listening to their stories, and witnessing their growth. This path you walk is sacred and significant and is changing the world one mindful moment at a time. I know there are many choices out there and I know your time is valuable. So thank you so much for deciding to spend your valuable time with me. I will continue sharing wonderful mindfulness techniques with you so we can all live more fulfilled and mindful lives together. Until we cross paths again, I leave you with this thought. May the steps you take be gentle, 
May your presence be a beacon and may the lives you touch, especially those of your children, be better for the love and awareness you bring. And looking ahead, as we step into the rhythms of our busy lives, we'll soon gather again to explore the crucial practice of self-care. In our next conversation titled Finding Balance in a Busy World, Prioritizing Self-Care, we will uncover how taking care of ourselves is not just an act of personal kindness, but a necessity that enables us to be there for others, especially our children, with renewed energy and clarity. So let's pause, breathe, and prepare to delve into the art of balance next week. Until then, may your days be filled with mindful moments and your heart with boundless compassion. See you on Monday. Live on purpose.